From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KCYX News for Thursday, September 2nd. I'm Sarah Reif. The referendum to repeal the newly enacted Cannabis Ordinance, Chapter 2218, has collected enough signatures to either be repealed by the Board of Supervisors or placed on a ballot for voters to decide if it should be repealed or not. Assessor Clerk Recorder Katrina Bartlemay reported to the board this week that she had verified more than the 3,397 signatures required for the referendum to move forward. Out of 6,239 signatures that were turned in, we verified 4,198. There were enough signatures to give it back to the Board of Supervisors for their response. The referendum was opposed by a pro-ordinance group called Citizens for Sustainable Agriculture, which sought to counter points made by people gathering signatures for the referendum. According to campaign documents, the pro-ordinance group received a total of $24,500 in May and June, plus $5,716 in non-monetary contributions. Heritage Holding of California, which does business locally under the name Henry's Original, contributed a subscription to Squarespace for a website worth $216 and made a monetary contribution of $5,000. The Cannabis Business Association of Mendocino County contributed $5,500 worth of staff time for a policy consultant, according to Joshua Keats. Keats is a co-founder of Henry's Original. He and Henry's CEO, Jamie Warm, are two of the five members of the Cannabis Business Association's board of directors. Keats also served as the campaign treasurer. In an interview from The Road, he said it's no secret that cannabis is the backbone of Mendocino County's economy and that Prop 64 is forcing a reorganization of how cannabis businesses operate in California. He said the referendum won't change the national or international cannabis markets and referred to the collapsing local market, with growers still trying to sell last year's product at two or $300 a pound. You can't do that on the backside of Spyrock importing soil, he pointed out, saying that 2218 is supposed to bring cultivation and the jobs provided by an industry that's not highly mechanized onto appropriate agricultural zones. He said he plans to continue promoting Mendocino County cannabis and that he's hoping for policy that allows local farmers to succeed. The largest single donor to the Citizens for Sustainable Agriculture was Syracuse Coyote Golden Ghost of Maverick Farm Solutions in Willits, who contributed $10,000. Golden Ghost is being investigated for large illegal grows in Covalo and Willits that were subject to enforcement actions by multiple local, state, and federal agencies this summer. On August 9th, agents from local law enforcement and U.S. Border Protection served a search warrant on a property at the 500 block of Cropley Lane. They interviewed non-English-speaking Hmong workers, confiscated over $200,000, and destroyed over 9,000 pounds of cannabis. Sheriff Matt Kendall provided KZYX with the parcel number and the county assessor's office confirmed that it is owned by a company called Fiore de la Vida. Golden Ghost is listed as one of the officers of that company, according to opencorporates.com and Visipedia. Kendall confirmed that the Hmong workers told an interpreter that they were not on the site against their will. He said that they were living in tents and that his office is in touch with Cal OSHA about non-standard labor conditions. Golden Ghost is also the owner of two properties on Bigger Lane in Covalo, where Kendall reported that agents served warrants and discovered more than 100 unpermitted hoop houses on July 29th. We located almost four tons of processed marijuana and eradicated from that site 14,495 cultivated marijuana plants, and then uh, we seized uh, 7,590 pounds of processed marijuana bud. Golden Ghost did respond courteously to an email sent earlier this week requesting comment, but said he's very busy and often does not have cell phone or internet service. Kendall said the investigation is nowhere near ready for the district attorney's office, and it's not known at this point who was in charge of the grows or if the properties were being leased to another party. Suspects are innocent until proven guilty. 
Keith Shuster of Healing Herb Farms in Willits contributed $5,000 to the Citizens for Sustainable Agriculture. Healing Herb Farms is a member of the Cannabis Business Association of Mendocino County, as is a company called Outco, which has a local cultivation and nursery site with a license under the name East Hill Wellness. That's according to Outco CEO Lincoln Fish, who contributed $2,500 to the campaign. Outco also has a couple of dispensaries in San Diego and a multi-use facility in El Cajon. Fish wrote in a brief email exchange that he was expecting to close on a deal for Outco to be acquired by Canadian company Nutritional High this week. He wrote that Outco will likely consider shutting down its Mendocino operation if the referendum succeeds. He added that the only reason we invested in Mendocino was we believed the county was planning to keep up with the rest of California and expanding their cannabis capabilities. This repeal would be shooting the county in the foot. It will mean dramatically less revenue and many fewer jobs. He called the referendum a case of protectionism and predicted that it would cost the county tens of millions as larger, responsible operations will move on to more progressive counties. Thomas Wegesser of Mendo Gold and Heath Dolan, the owner of Dark Horse Vineyards, each contributed $1,000 to the Citizens for Sustainable Agriculture. Wegesser is a Calpella farmer and retailer who was issued permits for six hoop houses and seven greenhouses last year, according to county documents. Dark Horse Vineyards is a biodynamic vineyard on Old River Road. Dolan also served on the campaign steering committee. Joe Rogaway of Rogaway Law Group in Sonoma County did what he called upstream work on the Mendocino County Ordinance, but said he was not involved in the anti-referendum effort. Without 2218, he too believes the entire legal local cannabis industry will fail. He tried to allay concerns about enforcement, saying state agencies are hiring more personnel to crack down on violations. Land use penalties for illegal cultivation, which are getting more common, can be three times the permitting costs, and illegal operators are subject to prosecution for tax evasion. He hopes the Board of Supervisors will put the referendum on the ballot rather than repealing the ordinance, and that voters will reject the referendum. The item is coming before the Board on September 14th. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.